This is CliffCentral.com. The Unview, the Thin, the Rich, and the Fabulous on CliffCentral.com. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. And of course, this is CliffCentral.com, the Unview, when we're still trying to work out who is the Thin. The rich and also fabulous. We are so fabulous. I'm slightly less fabulous. I've always said that. But you're divine. Nathan Rowe, how are you? Maybe that should be the new, the new <laughs> title. You're the Thin, the rich and the divine. divine. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, Stephen Hawkins has hit the divine. Sure, yes. What a huge loss, eh? Huge loss. Uh, sad news about that. We, we, we're going to have a little bit of a tribute song to him a bit later. We're going to sing something for him. Yeah, we'll have to. We've got the, you've got a brand new u- ukulele. I do. I love yes. it. It's a brand new ukulele. We're yes. going to be singing some lovely songs in the studio. Uh, we've got some great guests on the show, Nathan. We've got uh, Cathay Specific from Gate 69. Love him slash her. We love, we love, we love Cathy. Um, discussing, uh, Snipped and Tucked, their new show. <laughs> Snip. Intact. Uh, uh, we've got Melanie Burke from the Fleur de Cup 2018 Awards, of course, the biggest theatre awards uh, in South Africa next to the Naledi Awards. Yes. Um, thousands of people go down to Cape Town for this. It is it's 52 years old, so it's been around for a hell of a long time. Uh, so it's Peppa Pig, live in South Africa. What Peppa Pig? Fantastic, I know. How cool to have Peppa Pig. Yeah, like the six-year-old children that are absolutely losing their minds right now. You've heard the news that uh, David Beckham's in town. Yes, uh, I have. Everybody knows about it, okay? And uh, around uh, Cliff Central, uh, Gareth is going to do an interview. Everyone's running to go and see David Beckham. I don't care. I've met David Beckham. I don't care about David Beckham. I care about Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig. That's what I care about. Um... So yeah, that's what I care about, Peppa Pig. <laughs> Why do you see, care I more see, about I Peppa Pig? Have, I know that people have said it is 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 something that shouldn't be discussed, but I have heard from other sources, fools. So please stop telling me hush. Got it. Sure. Um, okay. Cutting their throat. Sure, I don't understand this. Okay. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I mean, no one says. This. But we knew from other people. Do you know what I love about this studio is that people, people all jump against the window, stand yeah. against the window, <laughs> and, and, and wave their hands. But as, we knew as from if other we can people. hear what they're saying. I, I don't know what's happening. But we can't. All right. So, Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig is coming to South Africa. We're going to chat about Coaches R Us. Second season's been launched uh, with Bright Rock. Uh, Conrad Yankees is the new star of Coaches R Us. Um, and I know we were on the shoot together. What a classic gentleman. He oh, is what hilarious. a classic. We'll chat to him. Uh, but I've got to tell you some exciting news is that uh, I've, uh, I've spent some time working with uh, the fabulous um, uh, swimmer, Olympian, world record holder, Cameron Vandenberg, who's on the line. Cameron, welcome to the show. How's it going, guys? How are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you doing this morning? Cam, the man, we're excellent. And I'm so excited that next week uh, you are off to, um, very exciting, off to the Commonwealth Games. Cameron, firstly, are we going for the world title and are we going for the world record, should I say? And are we going for gold? Uh, yeah, well, obviously, I mean, we never we never swim to, uh, to lose. I don't think anyone ever gets in the pool to, to swim for silver medal, but... I'm very excited for the games. Um, haven't been to Oz in quite a while. Um, training's been going extremely well. Preparations have been going extremely well. And it's a really nice team. A lot of the guys are very confident. Um, you know, the guys really gel well together. So I think we're going to try and get the most out of, out of, um, the performances of, it, of everyone. And, um, it's a youngish team, which is nice because now it's a new generation that's sort of pulling through. Obviously, Olympic Games are only two years away. So we need to start building those, um, there's young James coming through before the oldies like me knock off. So 
looking forward to the games <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll hopefully bring back some silverware. T- t- tell me something. When you got the gold medal, uh, what is that feeling? What is it like? Um, what since I since I got the gold in London? Well, yeah. Well, when you get that medal, that when it happens and you they, sure. they put it around your neck, what is that feeling like? Um, I mean, you know, I think it, it's um, it's um, it's sort of you know unreal in, this, in the moment at the time because you know I think you you put so much time and effort in. And, you know, so many sacrifices into um, something that it's, uh, when it happens in the actual moment, it's sort of a bit of a surreal, un- unreal feeling. Um, it's only more sort of when you when you sit back and you actually reflect and you get back home and, you know, you see and you watch and you see the papers and you see what's happened and how things have changed. That's sort of a bit of a realization of what it actually means because, you know, for a lot of sportsmen, I think a lot of, they, they, they don't always understand what, what sport means to people, and especially South Africans, and how it unifies everyone. Everyone comes together and watches. So, for me, the biggest kick is more, you know, the the reactions out of what it means for the country, out of uh, versus what it means to yourself. The, the next question is, of course, is it the gold or is it the world record? What which one do we want more? I mean, obviously, I think when you get the world record, you get the gold. I mean, genuinely, <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> but which is which is what is what is the best part of it? Well, the, the gold medal, of course, because nobody can ever take that away from you. So, I mean, I've had, I still currently hold two world records. Um, I used to hold four, but uh, the other two were broken. But, um, you know, so I'm, I might not be a world record holder in those two events anymore, but I still have those Olympic gold medals, uh, world championship medals that nobody can ever take away from me. Going into this, uh, the Commonwealth Games, it's not the Olympics as per se or the world championship, but another big, big way to to work hard to to prepare for, obviously, in two years' time for the Olympics. Um, how much preparation goes into it? How, how long are you swimming for every day? So every day we're swimming for about <clears throat> between three to four hours. Um, you know, you're jumping also another about an hour and a half. So it's around about, if you're a full-time athlete, six hours in a day that you're preparing, which is spread out over the day. And then, um, yeah, you, you pretty much train full, full year-round because you're also training to get to the qualifications, which enables you then to get to the game. So... It's um it's a long process, so yeah. I mean, when when people finally do get to the games, um, there's been a lot of work behind them, uh, which also adds to the pressure. You know, a lot of guys um, can't handle the pressure of knowing that you know the last year of work comes down to that one single moment when you're in the pool when the gun goes off. So it's a it's a combination of of being able to hold yourself, um, knowing that the work that you've done is going to pay off, and and executing it at the right time. But yeah, getting back to the, obviously the main question is: there's a hell of a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes that the the general public don't always get to see. Cameron, on a personal note, uh, I've uh, had the pleasure of uh, spending some time with you and your lovely fiance. Uh, you're going to be getting married in Greek Greece soon in July. Uh, of course, what is it like for a Pretoria boy to go marry a nice Greek girl? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely added a lot of spice to my life. I think uh, she's, she's um, you know, when people become friends with us, I think they're definitely, you know, it's only because of Nefeli, because she's such an interesting and great character. So she's, she's um, you know, such an amazing person to be around and you know, exuberates, uh, you know, so much energy and vibrance and lifts the room instantly when she walks in. It has that sort of that, uh, that she commands your attention. So just very fortunate enough to have, to have uh, been able to um, trick her into saying yes. So I'm 
chicken. Been waiting until <laughs> July, and then luckily it's a home run. Listen, you you, you cannot uh, trick Greeks. You cannot trick a Greek. Eh? They then they're <laughs> tricking you. <laughs> That's the secret. Uh, Cameron, and then another exciting note. I, I must say, I look forward to. Uh, we can't say too much about it, but looking forward to working with yourself uh, on a new TV project. I think that's exciting things to come. We can't go into it. But, uh, yes, it's nice to be able to, to spread your wings and get into business, be able to still do the training and the swimming, uh, get into some media work and marry a Greek all at once. What a life, eh? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they the, 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 say so you've got to try and live as many lives as you can in, in, one, uh, in one go. So just very fortunate that I've met some amazing people along the way that's helping me to, to achieve those goals. And, and uh, experience um, as many different wonderful you know lives and full experiences as much as I can. So very blessed and very honoured. And I know you do a lot of work for kids and for charities. We'll talk to you more when you get that gold at the Commonwealth. We're going to phone you. Get ready for it, okay? Perfect. I'll be waiting. We've got something for you. Just wait. Just we want to, to play this for you. Just listen to this for a sec. This is just for you. When life gets you down, you know what you got to do? I don't want to know what you got to do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, <laughs> swimming, swimming. What do we do? We swim, swim. Dorino singing. Dory. I love to swim in. Dory. When you want to swim, you want See, to I'm going to get stuck now with that song. Now it's in my head. Sorry. <laughs> just keep swimming. <laughs> that'll, uh, that'll be my new ringtone. Thanks. Please. Uh, cheers, Boyke. Be good. Cameron van der Berg. Olympian and of course off to the Commonwealth Games great to chat to him I think that was really cool yeah yes. go next week you can just hear he's sussed eh? he's so cool he, Such knows, a cool he knows what's up you know actually something very interesting I, I listened to a talk by Penny Haynes mm. after she won her gold medal which was a, a few years after she won her gold medal and uh, she was saying that she actually had a huge depression after she won the gold medal because she had spent her whole life walking, working towards that goal and once you've achieved it then you're kind of like what now? You know, no, you're at the top. No, this oak is not depressed. No, no, no. I'm no. just saying, this oak is the happiest oak But it was just an interesting But he's got a Greek. And she's a hot Greek. Yeah. And you know, that is his gold. He's a, got his gold. A Don't Greek, worry. A Greek goddess. He's got the Greek goddess. That is it. And I must say, Greeks are cool. I love Greeks. Greeks are cool. I like Greek food. I, I know like, some Greeks. I like, I like Greeks, yeah. Um, on that note, yeah, welcome to The Unview. It's on cliffcentral.com. I'm Alan Ford with the one and only Nathan Rowe. Uh, can you believe we're in autumn? I mean, my birthday's past. I'm 40. Yes, tell me about your birthday because you've been gone for two weeks. Uh, I, well, I was here last week and you... you oh, right. I, I was gone for a week. Um, but it was great. Eh? I had a moment in time. Um, Did you get deep with yourself? Well, I had a moment the day before. I was like, oh, it's actually the midlife. So I went to bed early. I was in bed at 10 o'clock. And I what tattoo asleep. did you get? No, nothing. Oh. Um, no, no, because you know, you know why I can't get a tattoo? No. Because I'd probably put a beautiful rose against my heart and my chest. Okay, mm. And then by the time I'm 50, it'll be a Bougainvillea. So I... <laughs> I think not. I think not. Change shape. The, the, the <laughs> only problem with the Bougainvillea is that there's spiders in. <laughs> no. That's what creeps me about. So silly. Um, but I had the moment. And the moment was this. I um, went to bed, all down and whatever. And then I woke up in the middle of the night, went to the bathroom at about 2 o'clock in the morning and turned the light on. You know, when you like, don't want to like see. You, and you were like, this is 40. Yeah. And then I looked in the mirror and I thought, oh, you're 40. Shit, nothing's changed. Go back to sleep. And I went back to bed and that was it.
and I end up having had the time of my life. It's been fun. So the snap wasn't that bad. Yeah, there's no snap. I got okay. so over it. So, so what did you do on your actual day? Did you so, party? So my, you? My, my, my parents threw a surprise birthday party for me at the restaurant at a res, yeah. at the Lebanese cafe. That's cool. Up the road. And then, Great um, oh, it's beautiful. I know you love it there. And then, uh, and there was all my cousins and school friends. And then went off to Cape Town and had different groups of things doing, doing different things on going to Gate 69, for example. We'll talk to Kathy. And, um, then went off and I had a party at the Bay Hotel hosted by Nikki van der Waals and Leanne Liebenberg sure. and Maria Brunk, who owns the Bay. And that was awesome. And all my Cape Townian mates and, Ultimately, just had a, a good week of fun and partying, and I'm still having it. It's still kind of cool. So it's carrying on. It's still yeah, well, because now the gays haven't had anything for me, so, like, but, so that now I've got to do a gay thing. So yes, you do have to have a gay lots party. Of, like lots of things. But of course, uh, we, we're into to autumn. Yes, fall. Okay, you, we're in fall. Yeah. Um, and I, know, I don't want to go into I, 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 autumn, but it's not looking. It's not. You see, it's not starting yet at all. I, I can't see it. No, we're not seeing. So I still think it's like summertime. What do you think? It still very much feels like summertime. Uh, where's the Yuki? Are we, are we going, oh, uh, let me whip it out quick. It's a Lebanese song, <laughs> and or Greek could be Greek. You got women, you got women on your mind Or men on your mind, depending Have a drink, have a drive Go and see what you can find If a daddy's rich, stick around for a meal If a daddy's poor, just do what you feel Little along the plane, do a turn or return to 25 When the sun goes down, you can make it we're not bad people, we're not dirty, we're not mean We love everybody, but we do as we please When the weather is fine We go fishing or go swimming in the sea We're always happy, life's for the living Yeah, that's our philosophy <laughs> Sing along with us Da-da-da-da-da-da Yeah, we have happy Da-da-da-da-da what is that? Cha 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 Winter by just singing about summer song. I think we need to whip out summertime when the weather is easy. Definitely. Have you got plans for winter? No, what plan? Uh, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. Well, I'm, I'm actually. I'm going to try to get to Cameron's wedding in Athens. Ah, okay. Because don't uh, the Lebanese grow like a winter coat? No, not. Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. No. But don't you? Do you look like dogs? No. <laughs> well, you know, I've seen some, I went to school with some Lebanese guys and when they took their shirts off, we, we, you we, couldn't uh, tell. We've got a little bit of, uh, I mean, we've got a, a nice, uh, a nice winter coat. Yeah. A little bit, you know, how it goes. Shiny, healthy. And then I'm going warm. to Lebanon. 
in August. Ooh, lovely. I am. I'm going to Lebanon in August. The homeland. I'm going you, to, are you going to kiss the ground when you get off the no, airplane? No, I've been there. I've been there a few times. Oh, okay. This is where I'm born. Well, you know those when African Americans come back okay. to oh, Africa. Oh, we got to kiss African. Oh. Anyway. Then again, I suppose you weren't taken away on a slave ship and shipped to South Africa to. Yeah. We did. We, 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 we did run away from Lebanon. Oh really? Well, you a long, long story. We'll get there another day for that. We have a long show. We have a long we have show. Forty minutes left. Yeah, and I love it. Uh, this is the Unview, and of course, uh, on the line, I've got to tell you, um, they're rocking and they're rolling and talking about uh, great people. Um, uh, Brendan van Rain and the, as a as a business person and as an entertainer is absolutely superb. Of course, he's won the Florida Cup. He's also won um, some of the some great awards like. Uh, the ladies and accolades beyond. But as Cathy specific, he has got to be one of the most interesting characters in South Africa. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to say hello to Cathy specific from Gate 69, the opening of their new show, Snip and Tucked. Welcome to the show, Cathy specific. Morning, morning, morning. Nice to be on air. It's so good to speak to you. And I must tell you something. Gate 69 has just risen to another level. We had Kathy du- Kathy, uh, um, Kerry Dupree. We've had uh, Christina Bianco. We've had the Macbeth adult pantomime of late. The tro- we've had Hedwig, which has now just come to Johannesburg, by yeah, the way. Thanks for letting us have them, Brendan. <laughs> yeah, the Hedwigs, yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, we're going to give that a punt in a moment. But I want to tell you, Brendan, the trolley dollies are making a huge comeback as... They've just uh, recently taken to the stage at Gate 69. Tell us all about it. Quite right. So the trolley dollies, Alan, are the resident act at Gate 69. And, I mean, these three girls are really making waves. Eight and a half feet dressed up. They're Amazonian beauties. They're the poster girls for travel. Um, They are just (laughs) incredibly, um, sometimes rude, but incredibly beautiful aviation goddesses. And uh, we're back in a a fabulous brand-new show all about the multi-billion-dollar plastic surgery industry entitled Snip Tucked, a mini medical musical. Obviously tucked for many reasons, uh, but uh, (laughs) we just, you know, it's great music. It's an excuse for us just to belt out one big number after the next. Uh, but it's uh, it's so much more than that. Uh, the, the underlying themes, the fact that uh, we take on an, em- uh, an emotional roller coaster throughout the hour and fifteen minutes, and people are up and then they down, and, and people can relate to certain things we sang, and we are just telling people about things we'd like to have done, what we wouldn't have done at all, and what we haven't have done. Well, I think the whole thing is it's about lots of fun and people coming together. I mean, firstly, I want to explain the experience to you. Have you been? Nathan to Gate 69. Yeah. I haven't. It's really, it's, yeah. it's really cool. Actually, you know, maybe over my knee, Nathan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't be the first time, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big man. Yeah. Uh, Nathan <laughs> might, might, Nathan might enjoy that. I think. I don't know. <laughs> he, my my girlfriend like actually has a huge crush on Brendan. Does she? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's she has a thing for men in makeup. I haven't really done it for her, but uh, <laughs> okay. Well, well, you know, I always tell I always tell people if you go for me, you get two for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> and and by the way, have you seen the size of his hands and the size of his feet? Do you know what it tells you? Do you know how big his yeah, feet are? shoes are? <laughs> yeah, they are. They're so I take a size thirteen high heel. Thirteen high heel. I take a size thirteen Holly. Uh, played by Christopher Dutch and takes a size 14, and Rudy, who plays Molly, the underdog in the musical, she takes a size 12, so it's 12, 13, and 14. Oh, okay. Where do you find high heels that big? 
It's a good question. Well, unfortunately, we can't just walk into a store and buy it. No. It's all ordered online or shipped or packaged. And, yeah, I thought maybe the, you were cobbling there behind, backstage, <laughs> making your own shoes. <laughs> Yeah, sure. a little factory at the back. <laughs> but Brendan, of course, the costumes are—they're big, and it's—it's it's massive. Uh, it, this is not a—you know—a lot of people understand. Uh, drag artistry is not just about putting on a frock that you can buy in yeah, Woolworths or at or at a, a store. You know, it's this but is, it can be for beginners. Well, uh, b- well, it can be for beginners, and it can be for smaller girls. But you know, when you. When you're big guys like us, uh, nothing can be bought off the rack. It's all custom made. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's all about smoke and mirrors very much with drugs. It's about cinching the waist. Um, it's accentuating, uh, accentuating your, you know, your, your, your greater features. It's, it's the right stocking to suck the leg in. And it's, I mean, it's, yeah, a, lot, a lot goes into it. And the costuming is incredible for this one. Funny enough, we're not in skirts. We're in a, a somewhat... Um, different airline uniform. It's our take on it. Uh, we're in leggings and a fabulous shirt with huge uh, glittered epaulets and yeah, a huge really? wigs. Beautiful. And I mean, if I tell you, it took Michael and I. Michael does our wigs. Michael Fried. It took us literally thirty hours to do the three wigs. Really? It's, it's unlike anything. Yeah, unlike anything you've seen. It's it's beautifully, beautifully styled. I um, mean, that's what we've. Uh, that's what people have come to know uh, at Gate Sixty Nine. You know, it's world class entertainment. What we present is a. Uh, is uh, is uh, you can see on any stage in the world, and and us three girls are, are are somewhat different. You know, there's nothing like us in the world. We are the only kind of a group in the country, most certainly. Yes, hundred you know, percent. Live, and especially so so big. I mean, you're giants. Mm, I mean, you, mm, they are giants mm, of men. Mm, mm, uh, of we always say completely intimidating, but totally harmless. Absolutely, um, Kathy. Uh, another wonderful thing about well, hold on. Uh, let's let's get down to the, to the nitty gritty. First, I've seen Kathy change uh, on the set of Three Talk, and he's packing. You you pack, baby. You pack. Um, how do you hide it? How does it, where do you put it? Where do you where do you put a little snip and tuck? Where do you put where you do where do you put your um, your business? <laughs> Let me tell you, I, I would. <laughs> If, if I had a, if I had a rant for every time I was asked that question, <laughs> I think I could have retired. But you know what? I, gl- I gladly answer it. And my, the, the answer is plain and simple. I tell people I screw it off and I put it in a shoebox in my dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Bear in mind again that it is a size 13. <laughs> yeah, correct, correct. We, we're going to leave, let's, let's take you out of this equation. Other people that can't screw it off and put it into a shoebox. It, does it hurt? <laughs> does it hurt? You just, you just you just close your eyes, you push it back, and hope for the best. You know, <laughs> you know there are various layers of, of underwear as well. You know, it's sort of three stockings. Sorry, I have to ask the question. It's like, no, but I, was, um, I must say it's an interesting question. It's, it's a good yeah, question. because you like where do they put I it? I mean, does a thigh gap aid you in this um, <laughs> endeavor? Because <laughs> I know that's does a big who, trend. Does who aid me? A thigh gap. A, a thigh gap. <laughs> Yeah, I've got one of those. No, I don't think the side gap's got anything to do with it. I want you to say one thing though. Once it's tucked, it's tucked. Okay. Um, and, and you, you, so know, you, and so you can't go to the loo. No, no. What I was just about to say. So drinking water and consuming liquids after you've tucked is is risky because uh, I was maintaining if you go to the loo, that second tuck is not quite as uh, as as perfect as, 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 as the first one. <laughs> no, yeah. And God forbid, a good-looking man walks near you. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go there. Um, uh, so we'll discuss the, the show. But Hedwig is is rocking Johannesburg at the Peter Theatre, of course. Yeah, most certainly. We had Paul Detroit. You know, 
Yeah. Correct. Correct. That's, that's the musical we started with 18 months ago, which is now finally gone to Joburg and, and housing audiences must do their best to drop everything and go and see this incredible, incredible piece of theater. Are you thinking of opening a Gate 69 in Joburg? <laughs> uh, it has crossed our mind, Nathan. Um, it, it has. Um, we, of course, first of all, want to get Cape Town's, uh, Cape Town's theater uh, uh, to where we want it. Right. Um, but, you know, we always we always joke and say our business card says Gate 69 and underneath it is Cape Town. But there's no reason why it can't say Gate 69 Vegas, Gate 69 New York, sure. Gate 69 mm. Sydney, Gate 69 Johannesburg. Um, of course, Cape Town, Cape Town will always be the home, the first home of Gate 69. But uh, the possibility most certainly exists. Yeah, in what? Joburg you just call it Security Gate 69, and then no. everyone will have one. Well, I I would say if we call it Gate 68, it means I owe you one. <laughs> um, Kathy, again, looking for, so forward to to seeing the show. I'll see it later this week. Um, I'm going to try to get Nathan to see it next week, actually, because you you're in Cape Town. Um, but yeah. again, the show is it's not it's dinner theatre. So you arrive, it's a beautiful. Uh, you you have a drink, you sit down. Beautiful meze, from snook pate to hummus to olives to, to kebabs to shishka, uh, all on the table. And then, uh, of course, the beautiful show. And then it ends up with a, you get a beautiful, um, Patron, uh, ice cream dessert. Oh, sounds uh, amazing. Ice cream. Yeah, it's really great. And so it's an actual experience. It's not just going to watch a show. And I, I want to make it clear to people because people go, wow, that's kind of expensive at like 400 bucks or 500 bucks a ticket. Yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah. and I know you've got different platinum and gold and diamond programs, but, sure, but, sure, but sure. The, the key aspect here is that you get a dinner experience. You get, Wine at a very reasonable price. You get a full three courses. You get a soup, for example. I mean, it's it it is three courses, meze, uh, or, or should you say, a tapas style, style eating, and you get a dessert. And if you think about that with a show, it is for nothing. Hmm. It really is. Absolutely. You know, Alan, everything at Gate Sixty Nine is very much in abundance. Um, you know, not just the food, the entertainment. It's 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 the fact that we just we're taking people to a world they've never been before and, and, and if they have hopefully a world they'd like to return to uh, you know, I always tell people that beyond that wall and I refer to the, the wall on Bree Street, uh, the, the one side of our building I said there's a world of heartache there's a world of loss uh, and, and you know just, if you can come into our space for about four hours and just forget about all that um, then we've most certainly succeeded. And there's nothing like it in this country to compare us to. Absolutely. It's a one-of-a-kind theater in South Africa. How can people book, Kath? Um, uh, it's it's mm. easy. They can go to our website, www.gate69.co.za. There's a calendar there. They can check what's on. Or they can just phone the box office. And believe it or not, Molly will answer the phone. Yes, Molly She's will. our switch pitch. Um, 021-035-1627. That's 21 035 Okay, that's divine. www.gate69.co.za 021-035-1627. Before you leave, give us a little number. Give us a little. Give us a little Brendan Van Rain or Kathy's song. Give us something. Well, I mean, a lot of people will know me for help you do I? But um, yes, this, uh, of this, course. Uh, we, do, all we, do such great, we do such great numbers in in the show. We do a Queen. We do a Fat Bottom Girls. We do um, Donna Summers and Barbara Streisand. We do it. There's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful surprise at the end of the show, and it'll it, it, it literally leave people gobsmacked. 
But one of the great numbers, and it's, it's a rather quiet number, we do it where all three of us are in beds. We're in fabulous pink negligees, um, trimmed with feather, and we're about to go in for the procedure, and it's, it's, a, it's a song by Charlene. And of course, you know, us girls don't, and nothing about the voice is affected. So we sing in our register. So I'm going to do, um, I'll do this one. It goes, Hey, lady, you, lady, cursing at your life. You're a discontented mother and a regimented wife. I no doubt you dream about the things you never do. But I wish someone had talked to me like I want to talk to you. And then it goes into the same. I've been to Georgia and California. It's a great song. I love that song. It's a stunning thing, and all the actions we do with our hands. So it's, it's almost like sign language. It's a divine number. Uh, and I've been to paradise, and, and that on that note again, we 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 just bring this up because we say it in such respect uh, to your know, rest in peace, Stephen Hawkins, because he's in paradise, and the man lived a good life. Uh, on that note, Gate sixty nine, don't miss them. Of course, Hedwig as well happening at Peter Turin. Kathy, specific thank you for joining us. Thanks, Alan. Always a pleasure. Thanks. Yeah, I love this. I've been to paradise, but I've never been to... I think it's me. Uh, I don't know what song that is, but it sounds lovely. Oh, it's such a cool song. Yeah. You know what's uh, so interesting about Brendan here? I mean, I'll, I'll never forget his portrayal of um, Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And he just nailed that, come up to the lab... Have a look what's on the slab. Oh, man. Just, uh, I think that's where my girlfriend fell in love with him. And, of course, he won the Naledi Award and the Fleur de Cup. In the moment, Melanie Burke will join us on the line to discuss Fleur de Cup 2018. It's a big one. Um, of course... Uh, Do you know who the nominees are? Well, we're going to go through them. Oh, brilliant. There's some very interesting ones, actually. Really? Um, yeah, we'll... Especially musical theatre. How does it work? Is it does it go back to last year's productions? So the I productions of twenty seventeen. Twenty. Well, we'll find out right now. Okay. Chat to her. But otherwise, uh, how is the girlfriend? Is life good? Yes, wonderful. Of course, I'll try coax her to come come with to Gate sixty nine in Cape Town. Do you know that song? No. What is but it called? I've never been with. Because I could search for. Pink negligee pre-operation song, but I think that might be wrong. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't Sheena Easton, was it? Someone like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so things are really good, and things are buttering up. Uh, we've got uh, Melanie Burke on the line now. Melanie is the chairperson of the Fleur Cup Awards, uh, most prestigious um, uh, theatre awards. In yes, we've spoken to many it's winners. Been going on for fifty-two years, I think. Sure. Melanie, welcome to the show. Good morning, Alan. What a happy coincidence to come on after the fabulous Cathy Specific, Brendan Van Rain. I know. Isn't that brilliant? Because, of course, he has taken the Fleur de Cap uh, in the past. Hedwig, that he produced, oh, took both yes. both the, uh, the last year's awards. Um, it's incredible. And of course, Cathy presented the awards last year with Africa Malani. Yes. So it's, it's, it's absolutely yeah, it's, uh, apropos, actually. I love it when a plan comes together. I love it when a plan comes together. Melanie, firstly, very proud of you guys. Um, 52 years of celebrating theater in South Africa. It's, it's a hell of a, an achievement if you think about it. And I think, you know, for 53 years to have this amazing support of sponsors like Cup is just spectacular. You know, if you look around the world, art is 
slowly losing its funding. And here we have a, a big business in South Africa that believes in the power of the art and believes in the possibility of connectedness that it creates through the art. Um, tell me something, Melanie. Firstly, and Nathan asked a good question. How does it run? Does it run from from January to January? How does the in terms of the recipients? Yes, how, so how, so the, we the work nominees? with a with a calendar year. Yes, we start on the first of January every year, and we the eligibility ends on the thirty first of December in that same year. And then we obviously I have a panel of judges who literally have no life. Happily for me, they love theatre, so they don't mind going. But it's really a really tough job. You literally in the theatre seven nights a week for a whole year. And then um, towards the end of January, we have our nominations meeting, which comes obviously from a pre-nomination process. And then uh, the next Sunday, we have our winners meeting. And normally we do it about six weeks before the actual event because there's a lot of arrangements to be done. And so, yes, by the time the nominations go out, I already know who has won. And so it's just delicious to be part of that process during that time. And, of course, you're not a judge. You are, no. uh, yeah, which is important to say. So, so uh, people can send you all the flowers and all the, the chocolates in the world <laughs> or, or all the checks, <laughs> and you can't guptify it. Uh, you really Absolutely can't. Absolutely <laughs> not. And you know what I love about my, my judging panel is that they're such a diverse group of people, individuals in their own right with very spectacular and colorful personalities and opinions. And so when, as a collective, they work together, obviously the voting is, is um, confidential and individual. And I love the outcome often because I always say things come out in the wash. So people will always appreciate uh, the performances and so on. Yes, they bring their professional expertise into it, but there's always a very deep personal resonance that happens. And so it makes the process, I think, quite fair because everybody literally stands a, a, a chance if they've done spectacular work because we recognize excellence in theater. And that's important to say because there's yeah. no influence. Yeah. It does sound fair. We can't call it the Fleur de Captured. <laughs> yeah. Fleur de Captured. Very yeah. clever, Nathan. Thank very you. Clever. I just had to throw that in. <laughs> uh, Mel, another important thing here is that um, the the experience is about, and forgive me, it's 53 years, not 52. I made a mistake. But um, this whole experience is about celebrating the arts and encouraging people to to enter and of course to create more theatre and to create more business for more producers and for from the the, the from the smallest little one man or two man show right through to huge productions. Tell us some of the nominees yeah. and some of the people that are highlighting here. You obviously can't go through well, winners, but I mean just yeah. some of the no highlights. no no. Well, well, I can talk about the two last year's winners that you guys were talking about for Hedwig, Paul the Toy and Jenna Galloway. That was a fabulous production um, at Gate sixty nine, obviously. So that was last year. This year, I am so excited, and, and one of the things that really excites me is the fact that there were a lot of productions who are generally Johannesburg-based productions that came and made work in Cape Town, and so the nomination list is peppered with uh, Johannesburg creators, which I think is really lovely because it, it gives us richness in the Western Cape when we do have access to theatre from around the country. And, of course, there's a smattering of folks from, from Durban nominated as well. The other thing that gets me really excited is that we have this year really seen an increase in local stories. And I always feel very inspired by that because when we start to tell our stories, it makes the audiences resonate. It's, it's very attractive for people to come to theater then. Mm. And I think, you know, we have to find a way to put bums on seats and to, to get people connected with this opportunity of stepping out of their own lives 
and, and for two, three hours being somewhere else and being able to take, be taken on this amazing, incredible journey. And the other thing that we've done this year, obviously, is we've in, um, increased the number of categories. So we've got five new awards. And as you were talking now about, you know, producers and so on, one of the awards is for Best Production. Uh, one of the new awards is for Best Performance Fine Ensemble because we want to be able to be mm. as inclusive as possible and include as many people in the process. And, and this year, for the first time ever, there are two performance awards in uh, opera, a female and a yes. male performance award. We Which also is great for have, opera. What I'm very really excited about is the, the Best Theatre Production for Children and Young People. So, yes, uh, yeah, very, very exciting. You know, I, I just, I'm going to just throw some names into the mix just to show you some yes. of the nominations. Under lead actor, you've got someone like um, Andre Ruthman, and you've got Craig Morris, you've got Marty um, uh, Kintu, you've got uh, yep. in the, in the, the female Gordon, role. Yes. Yeah, correct. I'm just, you've got uh, Charmaine Vio Smith, you've got uh, mm. Tenerife Van Veik, you've got uh, Butle. Ngaba, you know, you've got, uh, if you're just looking through the list, some incredible people. And then you go to, to musicals, Mark Lottering, you've got Jonathan mm. Rocksmith, you've got Dennis Davies, you've got Andile Gumbe, you've got, uh, if, and, and uh, some of the ladies, you've got people like uh, Taryn Lamb, uh, you've got, uh, you know, uh, just Ashley Harvey for Funny Girl. Remember we had Ashley on the show? Mm. Just, just to name but a few, uh, yeah. uh, Nondum Sima Temba for King Kong, King Kong's featuring. I'm so excited that King Kong is nominated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then mm. you just look at the ensemble performances again, from Priscilla Queen of the Deserts to Shakespeare in Love to, uh, what remains? It just, just as I said, I, I'm not. There's so many wonderful people. The names, the lists that go on here is incredible. I, and of course, we're never forgetting the technical support, the directors. Uh, we honour those people as well because without them, you would never have a show. Um, Absolutely, because without them, you know, we don't see what we see on the front. Best productions are very interesting. What remains? We've got Priscilla Queen of the Desert, Mart Said, uh, King Kong, and the Reich von Appels. Um, again, mm. interesting stuff. Great old theater, new theater, international theater, original theater, um, local. It's, and, and it's really, great. Alan, that's what's so exciting. You know, if you, if I'm sitting here. I've, uh, the program arrived yesterday, so I've, I've had a look at it, the little program that uh, people will get on Sunday. And when I simply just look through this program and I look at the photographs of the nominees, I am so excited because, as you say, it's old theatre, new theatre, original theatre, international theatre. But if you look at the photographs of these humans, they are young, old, uh, veterans, uh, you know, fresh faces. And the thing that I really, really like always is the the category for the award for most promising students because I'm looking at uh, the photographs now and I remember... Someone like David Dennis, who was nominated in the uh, Leak Actor in a Musical, you know, one uh, received the Most Promising Student Award, and here he is nominated again many, many, many years later. And I think that's exciting because it starts to, to allow people to feel that they can actually have a career in the performing arts. And it's also got a you bit know, of a, I know we told your you so. They get a real job. <laughs> Possible. Did you hear what Nathan said? Say it again, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan. You 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 got a little bit of a. I told you so. We told you that when he was a an up an upstart, a young yeah. upstart. We told you so. Yeah. You see, you should have listened yeah. to the Flirter Cups. You, yeah. We know what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. And again, yeah. and I wanna, you can go through that whole list, Nathan, and it's, you just go through that original list of most promising students, and I can tell you, you go and have a look and see where they are now. Yeah, it's incredible, Melanie. Congratulations uh, to you and your judges. I think it's absolutely superb because. Um, Again, they've got to see 80 productions, am I right? 
Yes, they have to see 90% of the productions that are eligible every year. And last year it was um, uh, around 115 if we, so uh, 115 productions if we include the... Um, so they're going to see 90 shows. Well. I actually wanted to ask you, is it better to have a production in the beginning of the year or the end? Because in the beginning they kind of use you as a benchmark, but at the end you're, you know, you're fresher question, in mind and stuff like that. Does that affect the judging at all? No, you know, there, there are actually no trends because if it's a good story, it's a good story. If I True. think of um, one of the nominations, I remember um, in the uh, best performance in the review, Cabaret, a one-person show, I remember how people spoke about Tony Bonani. Um, it's only Mayambo in Kafka's April's Red Pizza. And that was early on in the year. You know, and he's in the nomination list. And so they're, they're like, no friends. If it's, if it's excellent theater, it remains with you. You know, you don't have a, a reset button just because something a new comes along and you've suddenly seen it now at the end of the year. Absolutely not. Because the, the panel of judges obviously keep their records. Mm. Um, and when they go through their pre-nomination process, they tr- go through their own... Uh, records that they've kept of the performances that spoke to them. And so that's why the pre-nomination list is so wide. Uh, if you if you saw the first press release, we listed all of the productions that were eligible um, in the pre-nomination list, and it's extensive. And so they really, they, they sift through, you know, what really stood out for them. And I always remind the panel members that they, when, they, when they're judging in that moment uh, at the end, you know, they, they, they have to look at why this performer why this production? Why now? Okay. Um, and and you know everything uh, comes together in in answering and responding to those questions. And again, from their own personal perspective. So there's no cookie cutter approach here because some of us absolutely hate musicals, but we have to go. <laughs> and some of us, but some of us love the student work because it's so you know unpretentious and raw, and they they you see them grow over sort of uh, years of their studies, you know. Um, and so, yeah, yeah I, I just, and then, and then there's something happening in South Africa at the moment, I think, in theatre. There's, there's, it feels to me like there's been a shift and there's a boldness um, about the kind of theatre that's been made. So, yeah, if it's, if it's excellent theatre, nope, no one will forget you. That's it. Melanie Burke, uh, the Florida Cup's happening this week, Sunday, uh, in Cape Town at the Artscape. Uh, we'll report all back on it. We'll chat to some of the winners. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing this because, again, what you do for the arts is incredible. Melanie Burke, thank you for being with us today. Sure. It's amazing, huh? Yeah, exciting. Are you going to go this year? Yep. I'm, yeah, off. I'm you're going always on Sunday. There, huh? Sunday oh, go. Brilliant. Gotta, gotta go. So, one thing we didn't even talk about, what did you think of the Oscars? Ah. I don't know if you spoke about it last week when I wasn't here. You know, I thought the Oscars were great. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was really cool. I, I loved it when they went to the other theater and yes. they, and they did thank you to the movie goers. Yes. Uh, I love, that was yeah. my favorite part. You, what did uh, you love? Well, no, I mean, I just enjoyed, um, uh, Gary Oldman. Yes. Like winning because I mean he's been in the game yeah. for so long. Oh, you know? and yeah, you know everyone felt bad for Leonardo DiCaprio being passed up for so many years, but I mean Gary Oldman's, Gary Oldman's great, you know. Yeah. But I've got to tell you, I've watched. I'm watching Friends again, the series Friends. Yes, and I'm, watch, I'm just watching the week of the Oscars that episode. You yeah. know, ten of tuna, ten. How dare you speak to me like this? It's not the split. It's the sorry, guys. You got to watch that episode yeah. of Friends. Your mic's dripping. Just wipe, wipe it off. <laughs> Okay, absolutely brilliant. Anyway, uh, yeah, the Oscars were great, and uh, yeah, and and major things are happening now. You know, you and I, uh, and this is CliffCentral.com with myself, Alan Ford, and Nathan Rowe, the unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. Yes, and you have met a lot of famous people in right? my life. Ugh, people but, are people. but there's someone you're 
quite excited about. I'm so excited about this person, okay, because you and I had the pleasure of of filming with him um, throughout uh, throughout uh, the Cape, and uh, we did um, Bright Rock's Coaches or Us. Yes. Um, which, by the way, uh, you can watch it on uh, Bright Rock TV on YouTube or on the Bright Rock, uh, Bright Rock uh, Facebook page. But we took him on the most incredible experience ever. On the line, Conrad Yankees, former Springbuck, superstar. Welcome to the show. Conrad, you there? Conrad? Shame, you must be having his two-minute chow. Okay, let's let's, uh, let's try to get Conrad back on the line. But but firstly, we took Conrad to do the most wonderful, interesting things. Okay, this is the way the and show. And he is works. a funny man. Yeah, he is a very funny man. So so for our listeners, let me explain to you what happens: is to take former uh, sports people and finding them a change moment or finding them something different to do. So because he doesn't play rugby anymore, we'll find him another sport. Yeah, because he was quite badly injured as a springbok. Correct. So we needed to find him a sport. A new sport. So you've got to change. You've got to change your sport. So we took him off and we made him do <laughs> from clay pigeon shooting. My, which is the, which I thought it was like, the one I actually enjoyed the, the best. And it was the one that kind of hmm? was a little bit of a fail weather-wise. I don't know if you remember... Um, blowcarty. Blowcarty. Did you love blowcarty? I loved blowcarty. I want to take that up as a sport. Okay. Uh, have we got him? Conrad's back online. And then ostrich racing was my favorite. Oh, yeah, but that's just because you watched him fall off a bunch of times. <laughs> a bunch of ostriches. But he's one of my favorite yeah, people. Coaches are right. I'm glad, I'm glad you're having a bit of a giggle at my expense. Firstly, we love you, and I, I must tell you, you've been one of the most incredible people to work with. Did and you, it didn't cost you anything, Conrad. Just a badly bruised. <laughs> yeah, besides a bruised, not only ego, but a, a bruised hip. Everything's done. <laughs> yeah. Firstly, um, a superstar rugby player, to go and do Coaches or Us, this different, complete different experience. Tell me, did you love the experience with Bright Rock and doing this? Oh, I loved it. You know, I think... Um, Initially, when I spoke to you, I was a bit hesitant. But then again, I've worked with uh, the great Alan Ford before, so I um, <laughs> no, I knew you're not going to make me look bad at that, and we're going to have a, and we're going to have a bit of fun. So when I heard Bright Drops involved as well, being from a former Western Province Thomas player, I don't know, it should be a good match, and uh, I loved it. You know, I was completely out of my comfort zone. Everything I'd done, uh, yeah, just a, a a big experience for me. People have got to go and watch it because they're two-minute clips. But, I mean, you went from, from fencing to blow-carting to ostrich riding to clay pigeon surging to uh, underwater hockey. Underwater hockey was um, ridiculous. Yeah. And then, of course, table tennis. It sounds weird, but these are cool. Th- what else did bowls? we do? Bowls? No, we didn't do bowls. Didn't do, oh, no, 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 no. Bowls. We, they, What else did we do? Uh, well, we did more. <laughs> I don't even remember. A whole bunch of them. A whole bunch of things. What was your favorite sport? What was the most unu- what, what, what sport did you love the most out of, out of all of them? I started, uh, oh yeah, the surf ski. Don't forget the surf ski. Oh, surf ski. Um, yeah, you love that. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. That is something I, I, I've actually looked into already. Um, I got some friends out in Fishhook, and every time I go and visit them, I tell them, well, you know, let's go down and, and do some surf skiing. So I'm, I'm, that's a new sport that I'm learning. So from that experience now, I've, I thought, well, let me try it out and actually see how far we can get. Um, not that I want to now do it professionally. I just want to do it for fun. But I think the... Every sport I've done had different experiences. I take the underwater hockey. Jeez, my heart rate went from resting to max in probably 30 seconds. <laughs> and you're underwater. I was, and now I'm sucking in air, but I can't do that underwater. 
I've been snorkeling before. I mean, I've done um, I've done scuba diving at the same time, so I know how to handle a snorkel. But I'm sucking in water because I, I was so I was so damn tired that my mind wasn't functioning. <laughs> um, everything just went out the window. Everything you've learned. So from that point of view, it was that um, the fencing. I think I pulled a glute muscle from all the lunges I had to do. Yeah, but My you sure showed that six-year-old boy who yeah. was boss, eh? And the ostriches? And the ostriches? Ah, Alan, you know I didn't want to go to the ostriches, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a bit embarrassed about that. I'm, but I'm, I'm glad uh, people just saw the one fall. Yeah. Or, no, two, two or three falls. Yeah. Well, but, Con- uh, there was a whole lot more. In your defense, um, Conrad, ostriches I th- are frightening. I think I, I think I was caught off guard there. Because everybody thought, well, ah, you're walking a pen, you're walking around in a pen with them, you jump on them, they're teaching you the basics of where to grip them under the wing. And But what people don't understand is not a normal grip. It's an ostrich. They've got bloody big wings. So sure. I couldn't get my arm, my hand around them completely, which in turn made my arm weak and tired. <laughs> and then, well, let's go and race. So, what was it? The first 10 meters, I was already down. And uh, then sure. the big one around the corner. Yeah, that was that was the blow. <laughs> into um, the fence. Into the fence. Conrad, uh, one thing that you've taken out of this experience, what what about change or what about uh, doing this? Uh, what did you yeah, take I from think, it? Uh, I think as in anything in life, people are scared of change. And... Um, the, the, the sooner you embrace it and, and just try to try to make the best out of a difficult situation, the better. Um, there's still times when I think back to that week I had um, or all the shows that I shot, and, and there's something I could take from each one of them, and it was that even though I didn't have a clue what I was doing, you adapt. And I think sometimes, you know, as, as humans, we, we put ourselves down. We you, you don't think you can do something until, hey, here we go, somebody else does it. Proud of so you. Uh, we we want you in studio. Come and visit us. Come on. I'll bring you up here. Come spend some time. Come play with us in studio. I'm actually on this road trip now. I'm here down in where am I now? Yesterday was Nelspeak. I'm now in Omelo. <laughs> I'm on my way all over the show. Discovering a bit of, uh, you know, I've traveled the world. So now I'm thinking, well, let me discover my own country, actually. Beautiful, beautiful. This, Conrad- this is morning that Joe passed through a town called Hendrieta 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 yeah yeah I'm clueless but I'm enjoying it are you going to start saying kisses from coast to coast like Alan did kisses from coast to coast (laughs) (laughs) so I don't know when I'll be back in Joburg but we'll, we'll we'll get you soon we'll get you soon and we want you in studio Nathan I want to play with you yeah man Okay. Now we have a good chat. Coaches are us. So, Conrad Yankees, thank you for joining me on the line. Uh, he's brilliant. We love him. And of course, you can please go and view these. They're brilliant clips. They're brilliant clips. Uh, you can catch them on YouTube. It's called Bright Rock TV or on the Bright Rock Facebook page. You, these are great clips. You've got to watch them. No, they're hilarious. Yeah, and, love and, change. An old coach. Uh, <laughs> he's really funny. Dalen Oliver is great. Yeah. Something you cannot not miss. Um, we're going to chat in a moment to Peppa Pig. I'm so excited. Peppa, Peppa Pig is coming to town. Why are you hitting me? I'm because I'm excited. This, yeah. Do you know why? I, would, I have to have a photo. I, like I had a picture with a Smurf. You had a picture with uh, Hello Kitty, and I want to pick. A, a, I, I'm only interested in pictures with famous people. Yeah, I, I, I want like pictures with Peppa Pig, famous <laughs> cartoon characters. I had a picture with Johnny Bravo as well, actually. Well, I've got to tell you, on the line we got uh, Ashley Butler and uh, Ashley, Ashley Butcher. Butcher, yeah, Ashley Butcher, who is uh, a part of the cast of the Peppa Pig Live in SA. Welcome to the show, Ashley. 
Firstly, uh, Peppa Pig in South Africa, it's so much fun, isn't it? It is absolutely so, so much fun. And uh, tell me something, what are you, um, what do you, do? what is your role in the show? You're not Peppa so Pig. I, I am, you say, who is Peppa Pig? No, no, you're not Peppa Pig. No, I'm not Peppa Pig. I play um, Anna, who is essentially Peppa's human friend, and I accompany Peppa and her family on her big adventure. And I basically act as the singing and dancing guide throughout the show, making sure that everyone is involved and having a good time. So is Peppa Pig in Cape Town at the moment? Peppa Pig is currently rehearsing in Cape Town, but we open in Johannesburg on the 29th of March. Correct, and you open, and of course you open at Empress Palace, and it's the kids are going to go crazy. Are you excited for this experience? I am. I'm very, very excited. Performing for kids is just an absolutely magical experience, and they're just absolute belief and commitment in what you're doing, and the story that you're telling them is just absolutely amazing to be able to experience as a performer. And 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 what what are kids and parents going to get out of it? So what kids and parents can expect. From Peppa Pig Live in SA is a truly a magical theatrical experience. I speak with well-known and well-loved characters, Peppa Pig, her family, her brother George, her friends like Susie Sheep and Pedro Pony. Lots of sing-alongs, dance-alongs, and jumping in pedals, which is Peppa's um, most favorite pastime. And it's cheering and dancing and kids going crazy. It's absolutely all of those things. And I know, and I mean, it's got Pepper, you got George, you got Mummy Pig, you got Daddy Pig, you got yourself, and it's, it's and and I've got to ask you a favour. We've got to get you and Pepper Pig in studio. Is that is that is that okay? That is absolutely okay. I'm done. I, I want you in studio, and uh, and so uh, and, and then you're going to be singing all your Pepper Pepper Pig songs, and it's going to be lots of fun. So uh, Ashley, Sounds people wonderful. mustn't. Hundred percent. Mustn't miss Peppa, Peppa Pig. Not only is it travelling all over the country, it's um, at Empress Palace uh, now on the 29th of March. Runs through to the second of April. Goes to Cape Town, six uh, to the eighth of April at uh, at the Inter- Cape Town International Convention Centre, the Playhouse in Durban. It's off to PE. It's off to all over the country, which is really good stuff. I want you guys in studio. Is that a deal? That's I want Peppa. I want a picture of the Peppa Pig. Yay! <laughs> she, will, she will be here. <laughs> Ashley, thank you for joining us. To avoid any disappointment, tickets are really selling out quickly. So we just encourage everyone to book on Comfy Tickets. Um, there are tickets from one ninety nine. There are also discounted family packages available and VIP tickets, which mean a meet and greet with Pepper after the show. And all that information is available on PeppaPigLive.co.za. So yeah, bring your kids and come around and have fun with Thank you, Ashley Butcher. Thank you for joining us on the show, my dear. And we'll get you in Thank studio. Peppa Pig coming to South Africa. Yeah, that is such exciting news. Before we go. Kids go mad for that. Hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we, we have a song for, like, life would be a dream. Oh, sure. Yeah. We've got to do something. Well, Ben's knocking on the door, huh? Ben can wait. It's, okay, so this is, this is just because life is a dream. We want to wish Stephen Hawkins all the pleasance. Shh, we're singing. Life could be a dream If I could take you up to paradise above And you would tell me I'm the only one that you love We're the thin, the rich and the fabulous Hello, hello again Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye again Goodbye The Unview 
The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous on cliffcentral.com. This is cliffcentral.com.